Oh, wait a minute. I'd like to propose a toast to my family. Someday soon, you're going to have families of your own. And if you're lucky, you'll remember the little moments like this. That were good. Cheers. Hey, buddies. This is Steve Simone, and you're listening to Good Times with Steve Simone. I almost feel like we should have holiday music playing today. I, I don't have any good, like, what's your favorite song? Do you want to jump into with that? Because there's not many Hanukkah songs. I don't think you do. Well, you definitely have Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song. Oh, that was... Is tonight the up? last night of Hanukkah? Um, Probably, or maybe tomorrow. Because it wasn't, it, didn't it start last Sunday? So it's eight nights. Hanukkah is eight crazy nights. Oh, and that's what—that's not a bad movie either. I like that when I was young. Yeah, I like Adam Sandler. Oh. Happy holidays, buddies! Merry Thank Christmas! You. Merry Christmas! Happy Hanukkah! Happy Hanukkah! Are there any? And now are, this isn't even a joke. Is Kwanzaa around now? Because I, I know I don't know. I honestly don't know. Hey, buddies! If there's anybody celebrating Kwanzaa this year, shoot us an uh, email and we'll retweet it and stuff. Or Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us. I don't understand why people get upset when like. If you like, like people that like don't celebrate Christmas, some of them are Grinches. Like if you say Merry Christmas, they're like, "How dare you!" Right. I get it. I don't, I don't know. At all. I, I I get uh, some people get a little bit bummed if like uh, if you feel alone sometimes on the holidays. I've, I've, oh I've yeah, had... but there are some people that are like mean. They're like, Ugh, oh. uh, "Don't yeah. say Merry Christmas." Yeah, and I'm done. Like I've drawn the line in the stand because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wish people Merry Christmas. I'm just saying there's a joy in my heart. That this holiday brings that I'm trying to put into your heart. Right. I say happy holidays until Christmas only because I don't There's know. I don't, holidays too. Right. I, don't, like, I didn't feel left out. I never felt left out when people said Merry Christmas instead of Happy Hanukkah. Dude, last year but, there was a um, like an Orthodox family when I was walking down Melrose at nighttime and I just saw the dad and his little kid. And I just smiled, and they gave me a menorah, and they said, Happy Hanukkah. And oh, I was yeah. like, oh, my God, Happy Hanukkah. And then I gave them a donation to their temple, and they are like, are you sure? I was like, yeah. Oh, it nice. made me feel included. Oh, yeah, Hanukkah. Yeah, I don't get mad when people say, oh, people just need to let love into their heart. That's yeah. all. Speaking of letting love into their heart. All right. This is a special holiday episode of Good Times. I want to get some Hanukkah stories out of Lee. I'll share some Christmas stories. I was going to save this episode until closer to Christmas, but then I was like, wait, it's Hanukkah right now. We can share it now. Yeah. You can have the Christmas miracle now. But I remember when we played the... Um, the end of Scrooge, the Bill Murray speech oh, on yeah. that one episode. Maybe we should do that again because, okay, this is part of the reason why. I wanted to definitely um, get a cool 
episode where we just reminisce because people really like those episodes. Yeah, they're fun. Like they love these episodes. As we, this gets as many downloads as when we have famous people on the podcast. Well, yeah, because it, it, I think people start thinking about it. It's always fun looking at Twitter the next couple days after because everyone's mm-hmm. like, well, you did this. I did that. And it's, it's, it's exciting. It, yes. it really brings you together. It's the best. And speaking of coming together, we are – I am in the middle of a Christmas miracle right now. And part of the reason why I had reached out to Bobby Lee. We were supposed to meet at the comedy store. Um and that just didn't work out this week. I reached out to Craig Gass. I didn't hear back from him. And you know what I thought of today before we already committed to the holiday episode? Don't we have an episode that we did in the summertime with my buddy Big Jack that knows karate from Philly that also – it's actually jujitsu, but it's funnier to say karate. Yeah, we, I, yeah, we do have a Big Jack episode. Yeah, because that was so much fun reminiscing with him. But maybe we'll save that for the new year. Anyway, this is the reason why things have been crazy this week. And I'm very happy to do this episode because we are really – everybody's in the holiday spirit. Um, Bill Burr came through huge and helped us out with our buddies down at the hospital. It's so exciting. It's so exciting, guys. Like I – it's only been a week. It's This has been one of the longest weeks of my life because I've been <laughs> so exhausted <laughs> because – and they're all great problems, but there's a lot going on. Um, as you know, my buddies down at the hospital, William and Stephen – um, could use a little help around the holidays. And this, it's amazing how positive things generate more positive things. And it's amazing how it was so, not that it was simple, but all you had to do was ask. Like, a lot of people don't know where to start. Yeah. And all, all you did was. I didn't know where to start. Right. So that's how I know this is kind of like a Christmas miracle because I don't know how this has happened. Like, I'm going to pull that, up the account right now. That's how the best things happen. Yeah, you just don't know how it happens. Like, and especially with something like this where it's it's not a charity, but it's 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 okay. giving something very nice. It's a donation. Wow. And there's a lot of big charities. Because I'm, I'm going through it now trying to, to donate some clothing. Yes. And there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of information out there now where, like, my mom always used to go to Good- Goodwill. Mm-hmm. That was just in my town, and she would always, for my entire life, I remember dropping stuff off there. Mm-hmm. But now I found out that the CEO gets like $77 million or whatever. Oh, my gosh. It's some, some crazy amount of million dollars, and they don't donate very much. So you try to find places that a lot of the donations are actually going to the people. Straight to the people. Yeah. And I think, okay, this is what happened, guys. This is what Lee's trying to explain. Um, we talked about it a little bit on last week's episode. Yeah. I talked about Gretchen just out of the kindness of her heart saying, hey – Here's a big donation. And then that led me to reach out to Stephen's mom. And I said, hey, what does he really want for Christmas? And then our good buddies, the uh, now another unofficial sponsor of Good Times, Domingo's Italian Deli in Encino, they were like, hey, Santa Claus dropped off an Xbox for Stephen here. Come pick it up. So perfect. So then I had this extra money. I was able to give that to Stephen's mom. Then people started to donate. Then Andrew Themelis, God bless his soul, and his parents did such a great job. Andrew works with Bill Burr, and Andrew said, hey, I saw online that your buddy, you're going to be getting some toys for your buddy at the hospital. Bill wants to help. I said, awesome. Two days later, he said, "Um, start your own GoFundMe because Bill's going to try to get $10,000, not just for toys for Steven and to help that family because everybody's got bills this time of year, man. Like it sucks that like even stupid things like hot water heaters and plumbing, it's like, oh, man. This should be fun times, good times. Just yeah. So they're going through that, and then poor William is really up against it, uh, his family. 
and uh, we want to make sure they don't that they have a place to celebrate the holidays. So now we've raised with Bill Burr's help, Brett Ernst's help. The Crab Feast guys just gave me uh, a check for five hundred dollars from the Crab Feast. Oh wow! There are miracles happening. We're going to be able to make sure William and his family have a new home. Their their house burned down four years ago. Then his mom got cancer. Then he got cancer. Then his dad was in a car accident. Like all these awful things. So now. There's over $12,000 in this GoFundMe page that didn't even exist. If you go back and listen to our podcast from last week, this GoFundMe page didn't even exist yet. Yeah, and you were, and we were excited over the few hundred dollars that, that we were – Yes, yeah, and then were, have Domingo's – have Santa Claus give the Xbox. It would have been a great Christmas with, with just that. All that stuff would have been amazing. Amazing. So uh, I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, I do want to give you – I have to verbalize – I have to write out an update. But what we're going to do is we're going to make sure Stephen, and he also has a little sister named Sophia, who's only seven. So Stephen and Sophia are going to have a magical Christmas. I can tell she's cute. Sophia is a great name. She's so cute. It's ridiculous. So we're going to definitely be able to take care of little Stephen and his sister. My whole goal, when I found out he was going to actually be in the hospital on Christmas, I wanted to. I wanted him to because. He's so cute, you know, he's only four. And uh, he he was like, you know, Santa Claus is going to be able to find me in the hospital, right? And I was like, yeah. And then he told me the story about how he made a phone call to Santa Claus. And he was like, I still got the number. I go, what? He goes, <laughs> do you know what you want? We could call him right now. I know the guy. <laughs> like The kid is so awesome. <laughs> How do, you, he, how do you keep a straight face with all this stuff? Oh, dude. Okay, this gets better. This is the cutest thing I've probably ever lived through. <laughs> I okay. got the hookup with Santa. Yeah, it gets even better. He goes, because I was hanging out with him on Monday. And he has no idea that all these miracles are happening. And uh, he was like, I know what we, because we just play in the, in the room. Because he's not allowed out of his room, you know. So you try to make his room as much fun as possible. Um... He wanted to play Christmas. I was like, what? He was like, I, okay, I'm going to pretend to be asleep and then you're Santa Claus. And then I'm going to call you on Christmas morning. And then, so then he was like, no, you have to put, because he has toys in his room, you know? But he was like, put them all around me like I'm going to wake up and see them. And then it was my turn to sleep. And he was going, ho, ho, ho. You better be asleep or Santa Claus will leave. <laughs> it was the cutest and he's only thing. Four? How does he? Yeah, he's awesome. Oh my god! So yeah, and so anyway, there's a lot of really cool stuff coming his way for him and his sister, and then a lot of really cool stuff for William and his whole family. So not only are they going to be able to get into a new place, I think William's parents are looking at two houses today that, they, wow. that they'll be able to rent, hopefully, um, and then some presents for them, which is huge. And then uh, I I talked to Brett Ernst, who's helping me on this, and we're going to see if we can hook up all the kids on the bone marrow transplant unit. Just go in there, just like uh-huh. real life Santa Claus, be yes. so much fun. So I don't know if we're going to do toys or we're just going to go give cards to the parents with cash, straight up cash in there. Because a lot of people don't understand, like the toys are amazing and magical, and that's what we want to do. But there's also like people, people have to pay their electric bills. They right. have to, you know, it's like. So, uh, and then another miracle happened. This, this is all like a movie because then I have another friend that saw everything online that was happening and they said, um, I work with an anonymous source that has a garage full of toys. 
No way. And they do want to give them to a charitable organization. And I was like, absolutely. You know, there's so many great charities out there. There's women's shelters. There's Toys for Tots. I just did a benefit for them. Of course, there's Children's Hospital, all this. And then I got the phone call. I was down at the hospital Friday and Saturday. They had a huge blood drive. And um, I got the phone call. I have to go tomorrow to take a look at these toys. Like a whole truckload of toys? A whole truckload of toys. So now I don't. I have to talk to my buddy Raul, who was on the podcast. And I guess we're just going to set up a table and be like, come and get it. Just let the kids come get them. And the moms and the dads. Because this affects all, you know, the whole family. It's not just giving the kid in the hospital gift. It's like, what about the little brother? What about the big brother? You know, a lot of stuff. Yeah. It, it's really, really cool. So very, very grateful and humbled and a little bit scared. I think tomorrow I'm going to see both William and Steven. Um, Does William have any idea? Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, because William's a teenager. And part of the reason why I love him so much is that he was the big kid in the hospital. And he was so sweet with all the other little kids going through leukemia and cancer and stuff. So I, he deserves to have a magical holiday. And well, it, it's I'm, a great thing that you did. It. I didn't do it. It's just, I just said somebody needs help. I don't know how to help, but I guess I have to help because it's not, the help's not getting to well, where it needs. Obviously. I mean, you, but you had a big part in it. So, I mean, it's, um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a holiday. Okay. It's a miracle. It is a miracle for, because I know I didn't do it. Bill Burr has amazing fans. The Crab Feast, amazing fans. Brett Ernst, amazing fans. Buddies, you guys came up huge. Friends of mine, my buddy Nick from high school gave a huge donation. David Shade gave a huge – everybody that listens to the podcast, everybody stepped up. I saw all these names. I felt like um, George Bailey at the end of It's a Wonderful Life, like all these people just showing up and they're like, hey, Steve, however you want to disperse this money, we trust you. And that, so now what I don't know. I want to help my buddy Luis get a wheelchair. Um it's inspired me. You know, I, I was going to mention this. There's nothing like getting results right. to motivate you to keep going. Like, it sucks when you're on a diet, but then when you take your shirt off, you're like, wait a second. I'm losing weight. That first time you step on the scale, it's oh. like half a pound. You're like, oh. Oh, yes. The first time you get to the gym and you're like, wait, I'm a little bit stronger. It's awesome. And this is like you took like steroids and went to the gym. and it, like, it happened fast, so that's pretty cool. Is it? Like, where do you see this going? This, I mean, because this can go on for a lot longer now than yes. this one holiday season. Yeah, it's definitely going to be something I want to do every year. That's it's so a cool. lot of work. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but the need is there. And what I do like, it's going directly to families, which is huge. Um, I, I I think what I'd like to do is I found out about an or- orphanage in Mexico I'm going to start working with. Um, I do have a friend, Luis, who was born with cerebral palsy and then years later was hit by a drunk driver. Oh, no. So he needs a new wheelchair. I'm doing a benefit tonight for the Christopher Reeve Foundation. And my contact there, Debbie's a sweetheart. She was like, hey, nonprofits can't directly give to one person. I guess that's like in their charter somehow. Okay. But there's got to be organizations that can help us get him a new wheelchair. Um, so then, all right, here's Valentine's weekend. Mark it in your calendars now. We're going to be doing a blood drive down at Children's Hospital. You don't need money. You don't need – just show up and give us your blood on Saturday the 13th. That's tentatively already in the books. We're going to get all things comedy behind that. I'm going to see if uh, – since Bill Burr is such a sweetheart, I'm going to ask him to do the little bumper. We'll do a five, ten-second commercial like Saturday. Th- sign up. Give blood. Put it in front of all the podcasts and all things comedy. That will be huge. And then Andrew Themelis, who's really the guy that made this happen – Andrew Themelis, and then Chris Burns. We have to get Andrew on the podcast, but Chris was was already on the podcast, and he does a really cool show every month 
where um, he brings in monster headliners, okay? It's once a month. And he was like, I don't need the money. Let's give the money to charity. I had already talked to Andrew about doing a charity show once a month because he came up with – he cracked the code. He goes, let's make it like Celebrity Jeopardy where the um, – Headliner gets to choose which charity. Oh, that's funny. Because Mike Pye and I, Mike Pye from Freakware, uh, let's give them a, from Freak, their website is Freakware, F-R-E-K-W-A-R-E.com. They sponsor the podcast. Um, he has a, a art space where he paints and designs t-shirts and stuff, and we were going to do a charity show there once a month. But now it's like we can use the comedy store, we can use the cool kid art space, we could use the improv, I already talked to Jamie down there. Every month, we're going to raise money, and whoever it goes to, it goes to. People need help. People want to help, and that's what we're here for. It's going to be awesome. That'd be so much fun, and it's it's for a good cause, and it's uh, it's just awesome, man. It's I, I I'm excited to see all. Of, it'll be exciting to see where this goes. Like in five years, you could be like the head of a huge nonprofit, and yeah, I don't know. It's so exciting, especially when you because I got I was very lucky growing up. I never had any. I always had toys on the holidays and. <laughs> Yeah. Even later on, like when I was could start understanding, oh, maybe there's, maybe that we're tight on money this year. I still, I, I always had something for the holidays, and I know there's a lot of people out there who literally have to make the decision, like, well, we could either have toys or we could have a heat, pay our, our electric bill this month. Yeah. So it's um, it's it's a lot of great what you're what you're doing, and then what everyone who donated is doing. It's awesome. Yeah, guys, I can't thank you enough. Um, for like, I didn't do anything. You guys did it. And that's just so encouraging. It just supports how I look at the world, like how people really are good and we want to help and we're just not sure how to help. Um, and I'm still figuring out, to tell you the truth. I think tomorrow I'm going to have to meet with a banker and open up a separate account um, so then we can get the money to these – specifically these two families in need immediately and then um, – do more good with whatever's left over and take it case by case and help as many people as possible. Yeah. It's really cool. So I can't thank you guys enough for your generosity and your kindness. And it's pretty real. It's really, really cool. It's it's amazing. It's, I was, I was shocked when I opened up the GoFundMe page, I think it was on like the third day and you were up to what, like 9,000 or yeah, something. It was incredible. And I, I do want to send everybody an individual. Thank you. But the other night I was on there for like five hours sending out thank yous and I still have hundreds more to send out. So I think that'll be a fun little side project for me between now and Easter to yeah. make sure I get all those out. Um, and once again, I can't thank Bill Burr and his fans enough and Andrew for using his relationship with Bill to help these kids. And um, I know both William's mom and Stephen's mom are so grateful and I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, humbled. To have the opportunity to, to be the little bridge you guys can walk you can walk over me to get to them. So thank you so much. So let's get into this holiday thing, Lee. Um oh let's get our sponsors out of the way. The Don Carlos Taco Shop Delicious. in San Diego. I was just you, down there this week oh. for the, the Toys for Tot show. Did you have some some burritos? Yeah, I just had one. I was proud of myself. I just had a uh, California burrito. He's been posting these pictures on Facebook with like the comedian and then the one the the burrito that they're named after. Yeah, that's funny. And it's just looking through. I think Ari's has chorizo and bacon and Yeah, it's all the non-kosher oh, stuff. Just sounds delicious. Oh, so good. Trevino's got a good burrito too. 
And that's got some sort of chorizo and like French fries and onion rings or something in there. No onion rings. That'd be pretty good though. Oh. He used to Ryan used to do a burrito called he used to call it Facaro style or cowboy style or something. It was like a Western burger burrito. It was so good. And speaking of so good, Ryan's the artist. other sponsor of the good times is Domingo's Italian Deli in Encino. Wow. I was there twice this week. Took you and your mom there. Thank you. That was delicious. Because I did no carbs. Yeah, yeah. I was I was very so like I was shocked shocked. You go there and you expect to get like a nice sandwich and you were good. You got a meatball and a salad. Yep. And then the next day I went with my buddy Jack and then I got a sandwich because it was a carb day. And I, I ne- killed it. I always want meatloaf uh not meatloaf, got meatloaf, meatball subs. And they it was amazing there. It was just it was probably the best meatball I've ever had. That's it is the best. So what, like, I don't even know, what is, like, a Christmas dinner? Like, what do you have? I've heard ham. Because, like. <sighs> There's so many delicious options. Like, uh, coming from an Italian-American home, we do it a little bit different. Like, we have all the traditional food generally. And then what America does afterwards. It's like two dinners. Is it really? Yeah. Like, on Christmas Day itself, there was always, there's always, in my house growing up, the way I remember it at least, there was always uh, like a big pasta course. Usually like lasagna. For, for whatever reason, I associate Christmas with lasagna or a baked ziti. No, who, lasagna more than baked ziti. Who would make it? I don't know. <laughs> I know this. I know last year I made it for my parents. Oh, that must have been That funny. made me feel so good. Well, my mom helped. Like a real but, adult. <laughs> yeah, but I, it really did help. Like I mean, I did help. <laughs> I did. A good, I, I helped my mom when she was cooking this past week, and I was like, I, I help like a real adult. Yeah, it makes me feel good. I like cooking; it's fun. So, and then there's always like that sort of like Italian American food, like lasagna and meatballs. And I, when I was a little kid, I remember there was like this brajol stuff, which was like steak with like almost like a not a meatball, but kind of like a meatball in the middle, and like thin steak wrapped around it, and it would just sit in the sauce all day, oh. and sausage and like ravioli. I remember. And uh, a huge antipasto, like all the cold cuts and cheeses and olives, all of that stuff where you just pick at it. And then I remember like my Aunt Kathy, we would always do fish too. There would always be fish courses. Now there's a, there's a southern Italian tradition of the seven fishes on Christmas Eve, which is something that my family would try to do to try to instill that tradition. But that didn't happen always, always. Okay, because that's all I've heard. I – I had I was very lucky. My dad's best friend, one of them, we always went. I went to Christmas Eve every year of my life. The greatest. Never. I, I I've only a couple times had Christmas Day, mm-hmm. but Christmas Eve it was little mini calzones. Yeah. And then they made their own sausages. They always had pasta. Right. Oh, it was so much fun. And then we would do after all that Italian stuff, and you're stuffed le- oh, legitimately. Yeah. Then comes I and I do remember there was a couple gluttonous meals from my childhood where I do remember a ham and a turkey and it was thanks like a traditional Thanksgiving after that. Oh my god! And you have to eat. You have to eat. And then afterwards, the desserts. Like there would definitely Christmas. We're, we're having cannolis. There are certain cookies. I don't know what the hell they're called, but. You only see them around Christmas, like the little pignoli cookies and ricotta cookies. And Italian cookies are the best cookies in the world. And then my favorite thing ever, my Aunt Kathy, my mom's older sister, I love her so much. I think it's called strafoli maybe. 
It's these little deep fried honey balls. It's like little deep, they're little, like, it's almost like corn pops. That's breakfast cereal. Yeah, yeah. But the Italian version of that, like these little deep fried dough balls. Like the donuts, right? Like, yeah, like little crispy donuts covered in honey with like the sprinkly stuff, like the little, it's so good. Oh my God. Oh, and then we would also have a Italian rum cake. Have you ever had that? I haven't. What's, I don't even oh know Oh my is. gosh. It's the best cake in the world. Oh. Where it's like, a, like a, like I, I guess it's like a cake flavor. I don't know, like a wedding cake. But then there's two levels of custard in there, like a vanilla and a chocolate level oh. of custard that has rum in it. And then my mom would do. I remember when I was really little, she had this. Uh, we would always put the nativity. We had nativities everywhere, which is like Jesus, Mary, Joseph, the wise men, all that stuff. We had a light up one on our front yard. That was a big deal. I remember my pop-pop got us this awesome star from, like, the 1940s that lit up the whole neighborhood that was hung over our nativity, and we built the wooden giant life-size nativity outside. Then we would have a nativity inside under the Christmas tree. And then, like, my mom had found this thing where it was Santa Claus kneeling in front of baby Jesus. And then when we were really little, because I didn't understand, like, I knew Christmas and I knew Jesus. And then she was like, well, it's kind of like a birthday party for Jesus. So then she would get Jesus a birthday cake, and it would be the the Italian rum cake. Just for an excuse for you guys to eat cake? Yeah, and uh, I would say happy birthday, baby Jesus. <laughs> How great is that? <laughs> On top of – like, people would literally not be able to move. And at what point were the pants being unbuttoned? That was my Ugh. favorite part. Oh. It's so – and was this like all day? Would all they come day. over at like 8 in the morning? Like when would people Oh, come see, over? that's another thing. I remember Christmases when I was a little baby kid and my – there's like – I think it's a regional Philadelphia breakfast. It's, it's cream chip beef. Some people would call it SOS, S, you know, on a shingle. Oh, is it like cream sauce and like – Yes. Beef? Oh, my God. I've seen that. Yeah, my mom would make that on Christmas morning because it was my brother's favorite. So that would be – and I remember – one of the best Christmases ever when I was like three or four. I think it was three. Um, my grandparents, it was like six o'clock in the morning and they came over for breakfast. Then I think they went home and then came back. Or then we went to their house for dinner. Uh, okay. See, I think that's why like the uh, Christmas Eve wasn't a huge tradition in my family. Because I remember being a little kid and there was just too much anxiety, too much pressure when I knew it was Christmas. Uh, okay. So my parents, I remember going over to different people's houses and stuff. But there's so much pressure associated with Christmas Eve. Like I got to get to sleep and Santa's going to come. And so then when you woke up, you unwrapped your toys. You crashed under the Christmas tree in the in the wrapping paper. My mom cleaned up and then it was either we went to my grandmother's house or people came to our house. And I, that switched over around teenage years. I only had one experience with Christmas that I remember. I went to my cousin's house at the time he was married. Uh, to, to, to this lady, and they had two beautiful kids, and she's Christian, so they had Christmas. We spent, we stayed up the whole night before. I must have been like thirteen, and I was spending a mm-hmm. weekend at my cousin's house. It was the most exciting thing ever. But we stayed up the night before making all the toys, and then they came down because for Hanukkah you get a couple a night, mm-hmm. but for Christmas they just it's chaos. They literally fell asleep with toys still left to unwrap because awesome. they were just so excited. They were just so. Overwhelmed by all, I, I'll never forget that. Them just sleeping under the tree with toys still left to unwrap. That's awesome. Yeah, just, Christmas is pretty because it's like that's what I wanted to create for Stephen in the hospital. I wanted him to wake up in his hospital room and boom, and it's Christmas. Like, there's something about like being my little brother would get up, or my big brother and me, somebody would we'd 
we'd get to the top of the steps and look down and see if Santa came. And like we had a banister where our stockings, we'd tie our stockings the night before on the banister so Santa would fill up the stockings. And then you'd look down into the family room or the living room and see that tree. And then you wake up and you're like, oh, Santa came. It was the greatest feeling. Now, would your mom have like music playing? Yes. Just like- Sometimes, yeah. My dad would, my dad's a big music guy. And he loved like he would he loves Christmas carols. He loves like Sinatra and the Beach Boys. He loved like celebrity Christmas. Okay. Now were there any rules like because I would imagine if I was a kid, I like I just never experienced it. I would have woken up at four in the morning looking for presents. No, that's what or, we like, did do. Okay. So, so yeah. there's no rule like you have to stay in your bed till six or anything. No, like that. no, 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 no. Okay. Not in my house. Some some families do that. My family's really cool though, like laid back, cool, like go. It's chaos. The only rule was to make sure you got mom and dad. So they could see you open it? Yes. And then sometimes when we got a little bit older, my mom would – she would love to uh, tell us what to open in which order. Oh, yeah. You have to. Yeah. And then when we got older, um, the story behind the gifts became more of the gift than the actual thing you were holding in your hands. Oh, all So of there that. I was walking down the street and I saw this and I thought of this and I decided maybe I'll walk in. Like I love the stories behind gifts, uh, the, the, and it, it, especially if the person knows you, it's it's great. But the, for I've always been just, like shocked at how get like generous, and I, I'm sure it's not all Italian families, but the Italian family that I went over, I I must have gotten eighty gifts, mm-hmm. like literally like. The grandma of the family <laughs> would always give us, and she always switched my brother and my name like every year. Yeah, that's for our so life, adorable. Which is fine. It was great. But literally, envelopes on envelopes. And then I don't know if you had to do this. Any gift that I got that wasn't from my parents, I had to give a thank you note to. So for like the weeks after the Oh holidays, my gosh, that's a lot of work. Christmas and Hanukkah. Oh yeah, you had to always. I got away with note. phone calls. Oh, I always had to write thank you notes. And it would like my mom would have to do it a couple of days, so that was like the, not the bummer part. It was it wasn't it was good for now. Now that I have practiced doing it, but I I must have written hundreds of thank you notes. That's great. That's really is good practice. Your mom's a sweetheart. Oh yeah, we, we had we had a lot of fun. We did the holidays when my mom was here. It oh, just so happened so to be Hanukkah. That's wonderful. Now let's walk through Hanukkah for people. Okay. Because like I grew up in a neighborhood that was I, I guess it was probably more Jewish. It's like at least a fifty fifty mix. Like I'm serious. The synagogue was. Closer to my front door than the Catholic Church. Oh, wow. So I know Hanukkah. But a lot of people listening are like, what? Yeah, they don't get – what is it? Talk about the history if you could real quick. Okay. So I th- I'm almost positive it was, it was the Romans were like when they were taking the Jews and they were like they, – they got the temple and all that stuff and they weren't allowed to practice Judaism. And so mm-hmm. they, they, they ransacked and they only had oil for one day. Mm-hmm. But it lasted eight days. Awesome. So that's that's sort of where that comes from. I don't know where gifts come from. That that's where the tradition of menorah comes from. Right. right. That's where the menorah comes from. And then the, there's the dreidel, which is like a gambling game. <laughs> essentially, it's a top. And I honestly don't know how it works. I know each different. There's Hebrew letters painted on, and yes. each letter means something different. Yeah, I remember in elementary school, we got to play with dreidels. Oh, it's it's so I could never. I was so excited the first time I was, I was able to actually get it to spin. Because as a kid, you don't have the strength to do it. Yeah, the, the coordination. So it just falls over. And then I remember I must have been like second grade, and my mom still has them. We went and made our own menorahs at like a Jewish center with like uh, clay, and we 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 shaped them, and and then we they let them get in the fire, and then we uh, we painted them. 
Mm-hmm. My brother and I did it both. I think I think it was we were both in second grade when we did it. And, we, and she still has them. She still has most of the same Hanukkah decorations Aww. from my child. Like we like the, the there's a, a door thing she puts on the inside of the door in different streamers. She loves it. My mom gets in all that. stuff. Yeah, my mom loves decorating. Like even in where they are now, there's always a little Christmas in their house. Oh yeah. And like I remember, like can we decorate for Christmas? Can we decorate for Christmas? Can we decorate for Christmas? That was a big deal. How's doing the Christmas tree? That seems like so it must much be so fun. Exciting. How do the picking out Christmas on? trees? There's little hooks. There's a little hook. Okay. Yeah, and we all like the best was like the handmade ornaments and putting on the tree. And we were in. A, there's two types of Christmas tree families. There's the people that use the star, and there's the people that use the angel. We've always been an angel family. Angel on top of the tree. You could use tinsel, which is like the little like like uh, almost like mm, real shiny like straw okay. people throw. But we were usually a, we were a garland, gold garland, which is the long, like, shiny rope that goes around the tree. Okay. And then an angel on the top. Now, I'm, I think I already might know the answer for you. Are you a fake tree person or a real, real tree? Okay, yeah. Yeah. That seems weird, the fake tree. I mean, I get it, I guess, if you live in an apartment, maybe? Yeah, and I remember, like, people having fake trees and trying it. Like, you would think, like, oh, that's a good deal. and But there's something about... Picking the tree out? Picking the tree out. And did you ever cut it down? My younger brother does that. Really? Now. He's starting that tradition with his kids. Oh, that... But we would go to like the Boy Scout or I like my that. dad would know a guy. I always worked the Boy Scout tree. It's the so best, you right? You had to. It was fun. Yeah, and then you would count the circles on the bottom. Look how old this tree is. And the smell of a Christmas tree is amazing. I just remember the best part was it was freezing out and they had a little wood stove. And we, so we sat in a little... Oh, the way that would smell outside was the best. We sat in a little hut and drank hot cocoa. Oh, the greatest, right? Yeah. It was so much Oh, fun. my gosh. And then, okay, so what what goes in stockings? Is it just like little... like little Sometimes stockings gifts? were the greatest. It was okay. the coolest. Yeah, like little knickknacks and things like that. Unless maybe somebody will shake you and put something really good in there. Uh, like you, what? Like like, what? A, like a wristwatch or something like that that would fit into a stocking, or like a really cool baseball card you would wanted. Oh, that's so cool! Oh, so it could be like a surprise. Yes, and then always candy and treats in the stocking too. What one was first, stocking or tree? There's all there's all different techniques, man. Okay, ours ours was a little bit more regimented. Different techniques. I still we we sang we sang three songs every night, and we I still sang them when. Oh, what songs? Uh, there's a prayer over the menorah, mm-hmm. and then there's one um, for like about the story of of Hanukkah. Like um, I, I'm 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 forgetting the name of it, but it's it's just about about how like we fought the Romans and all that stuff. And then there's a song that my grandma's family made up. My mom's mother's family made up. It's like they made up their own song. It's a happy Hanukkah. It's like almost like happy birthday, but kind of a little bit. How's different. it go? How's it go? Okay. Happy Hanukkah to you. Happy Hanukkah to you. While the cheery lights are gleaming. Happy Hanukkah to you. And we just That's awesome. Sing it for, and I love all oh, those like little family nuances to a holiday. It's Rock of Ages. That the one before the that Rock of Ages. Let us. And I, I, I'm not great with the words. And when I was with my mom and my brother and my dad were there, I could kind of like. Fade off in the back, but when uh-huh. it's just my mom and myself, you're like, oh, I really have to know this. And I still, I knew most of it. When That's impressive. When she sings it, I'll, I'll remember it. But, and then I think it was probably her answer to stockings was we, my brother and I each had this little eight 
box set with little mini boxes. Mm-hmm. So we would light the menorah, sing the songs, and then open a little mini box, and there'd be like a Dunkin' Donuts gift card. Or oh, cool! Some Hanukkah gel, which is good, like the chocolate. That was the I was going to ask you about that. Oh. It's just pieces. The little of chocolate, chocolate yeah. coins, yeah, in so gold funny. in gold foil. Right? There's nothing. Yeah, it's just it's just plain chocolate. So. Like, but I it looks have... like a gold coin. Oh yeah, it's a, and it's, it's a... in a little bag, like it looks like pirate treasure almost. Oh yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. yeah so I love much pouches. Fun. I bought. I bought them for when my mom came. It's uh-huh. great. Would you sing the dreidel song? Do you remember that one? Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made you out of clay. Yeah. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. And that's. And I don't know the ending. There's a couple of them. Like when when you're dry and ready, oh dreidel, I will play or something like that. It's cool. It's so much. But Hanukkah's hard as a kid. Because it goes off of the the Hebrew calendar, mm-hmm. so it's different every year. Yeah. So some years it's close to Christmas, which is good if it can fall during the winter holidays. Mm-hmm. If it can't, sometimes it would stink like you that you wouldn't you'd have to go to bed early. Mm. And oh, uh, because of school the next day. And then you'd also get jealous because you, as a kid, you you forget really quickly. So. You get all your presents, right. and then all. And your, a week later, seems like a year. And, oh yeah, and a week later, all your friends are like, "Oh, I got all these gifts." You're like, "Oh, I got all my gifts a week ago." Yeah, I do. You know what? You're. It's so funny when you have these talks. Like it just starts to jostle things loose in your brain. Yeah. And I remember sometimes, like asking kids, like, like let's say if a video game system was really popular, and they're like, "Bro, I got it last night for Hanukkah. You got to make sure Santa brings you one of these because it's really cool." Uh, you know what I mean? Like the Jewish kids would that they'd have a step up. They'd be like, "Bro, I got my new bike, the Red Line. It's pretty sweet." Now, would would your parents? How would they disperse the gifts? Would would it lead up to like a crescendo of like the last night being the biggest gifts? Um. Now, if my mom was here, she would probably she might have a different answer. I don't think so. I know that, and she was joking because I got her. I got a couple things, but one night I just gave her a whole bunch of books because she loves reading. And she said, and she reminded me that she always had a book night. And I would always hate it because, like, as a kid, you don't want books. You want, like, cool, like toys and stuff. Mm-hmm. But every night she always had a book night. Some people do, like, as I got older, it was, like, one present a night. And maybe maybe I'm just not remembering it. Maybe it seemed like a lot more when I was younger. But as a kid, I remember, like, two or three a night sometimes, which was pretty That's great. That's cool. Yeah. Is there any sort of gifts that you got for Hanukkah as a kid that stick out? Like, any favorites from the history of your childhood? Oh, my God. There's so many of them. Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't. I don't remember. I remember. I have to think about the gifts. A specific okay. gift. I was crazy this weekend because we we light the menorah every mm-hmm. week. I was going to ask you who gets to light the menorah. I know that's was, a big deal. It was right? a big deal because okay. we had my brother and I had to switch off yeah, until we each, until we each made our own and then we could each light our own. But then we would get turns letting the big one, like my parents' one. That's so great. But. The crazy thing was, is I remember, even right now, if I think about it, we used to do it in the dining room, which is you'd have to walk through to get to the upstairs where the bedrooms were. And I remember every night going to bed, and the lights would still be on, the little candles would still be burning. And I looked over this past week when my mom was here, and the candles were burned out after like an hour. Hmm. And I was like, were the candles lasting longer when I was a kid? Because I remember like them lasting all night. When I was a kid, and she's like, so she's like, no, you just went to bed early. Oh, that's so cute. And then they were still going. I was like, wow. In my head, they went for like hours Forever. and hours and hours, but no, they lasted like an hour. <laughs> got it. A great. I'm, I'm, I always got amazing gifts, but now I'm trying to remember to distinguish between like birthday and Hanukkah. Uh, I think I got, I think I got a cell phone one year, but I, we didn't. 
we didn't get it at the we went to Chinese foods, but I think it was around oh, Hanukkah time. That's great. It was it was pretty good. Now my favorite for food for food for Hanukkah is still the same. It's brisket with green beans and then lakis. Nice. Just and it all gets mixed because the the gravy the from the brisket. Flavors. Oh, I, I had to make it. That was the only. I she didn't make lakis this year. I let her. I let her slide a little bit. <laughs> but she did make matzo meal pancakes, Ooh. which aren't a Hanukkah thing. But it's my. It's possibly my favorite thing that she makes. Okay, what is it? It's matzo meal, which is just like ground up matzo, which is literally the worst part about Passover is matzo. But then she makes it into a batter. And it makes almost like a Jewish crepe. It's like a little mini pancake. Mm. It's like a silver dollar pancake. Yeah. But then you put take butter and you spread butter on it and then you sprinkle some sugar on it and roll it up. Oh. Oh. Simple. Delicious. Always. Oh. And and it was the best. It was it was just having those and you're immediately brought back to the time where you're like four. Yes, you know what I'm thinking of right now? What? Hot hors d'oeuvres. That's one way that was definitely a Christmas thing at my house. Like it, or d'oeuvres that went into the oven like little cheap. My Uncle Lou, God rest his soul, had the – okay, he would always bring those little um, mini weenie tots that, that would – like the little dough would get flaky. Yeah. And it was so delicious. Pigs in a blanket. My mom Pigs made in a blanket. The great – like that's some holiday stuff. A little a little ramekin of ketchup and mustard right oh, next to And then there would be like these little mini egg rolls and pigs in a blanket and then these cheesy twist things. Then these just like little puffy things. I didn't know what they would be. And I'd be like, what's it taste like? Eh, this one's gross. Did or you, mm, this one's awesome. Did you know which relative made certain things? Like my aunt – I have people who I know. Okay, this aunt always makes applesauce every year. This aunt always does the baked goods, and I know which one she makes. Yeah, it's awesome. And it, but then sometimes you can know, okay, I don't like when this person makes this, so I'm not going to eat this one. Yeah, I kind of like how they do that. And it, like my nephew will only eat his grandmother's meatballs. Really? His, yeah, his mom's mom. He's like Uncle Happy. These are all right, but they're not for me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, buddy. Because <laughs> like last year I made lasagna meatballs. He's like, the lasagna's all right, but I'm, I'm only eating my mom's meatballs. <laughs> I'm like, you're, you're no, no offense. I get it, man. Do you think he would know if you put him next to each other? Oh, 100%. I would, yeah. You know who made what. You can, please. I have a discerning palate. That's so funny. Dude, now I remember like chestnuts and my grandmother would, she'd fry walnuts. They were amazing. How do you fry walnuts? I don't know. She would like take walnuts, crack them, and then like fry them up in butter. Oh. Oh, the way it would smell was amazing. So, what what about you? Do you have any Christmas gifts? Because I'm trying to. Oh, everything. I'm thinking about right now. And you know what I'm thinking about now, though? Like the shrimp. There was always seafood. Always. Now, is it a religious thing? Okay, I think that the tradition of seven fishes comes down to the seven seven sacraments of the Catholic Church. Oh, okay. And then also, like Christmas Eve, um, some people view it as like a almost like um, a day of no meat. Because Catholics during the Easter season, building up and anticipating Easter to 40 days called Lent, and you're not allowed to have meat on Fridays. So some people observe that. I think that's – I don't know where that tradition originally came from, but we've done it before my family. And you try to get seven different fishes, and it's like – you know like. You'll do like the last course would be like, you know, like lobster and linguine or something ridiculous like that. So good. But we would always have crab claws and shrimp, always. And then sometimes, like when I was little, I didn't like mussels. I didn't like clams. See, Hanukkah is, I mean, Christmas is just better than Hanukkah. I like Christmas Hanukkah. Christmas is incredible. Eggnog. There's different drinks. I never remember grown-up eggnog, 
My uncle George was my, God rest his soul, was my mom, mom, and pop pop's neighbor. And he would make root beer for us, homemade root beer. And then he would also make homemade eggnog and people would just get blitzed just off of eggnog. Do you know as a kid, were you like, uh-oh? Ah, it's Uncle George's eggnog. Mm, I'm wasted. We would love that as kids. I would love to bartend when my parents would have holiday parties. You bartend the eggnog? Oh, dude, I would love – I just – little kids just want to help. Yeah. I remember me and Marky, our job was when guests would come over for the holidays. Number one, we were standing on the couch looking out the window waiting for the guests to arrive. Yep. And we're like, who do you think is going to be first? Mom, mom, and pop, pop. Yeah, mom, mom, and pop, pop are going to be first. And then our job was to collect coats and run them upstairs and put them on a bed. Yeah. Did you, now, did you have to help your mom cooking? I always. Yeah, always. Setting the table. Yes. Oh, and then we knew it was fancy, like when there would be name cards. Yep. Name. Oh, it was the greatest. Name cards at seats. At a certain point, my, my brother learned how to do napkin folding. So oh. he'd start to do that, but then it would take long. He got good at it later on, but when he was younger, it would take him a while. And then When was the last like, time you called your brother? I, well, my mom was here. We spoke. Good. Okay. I'm going to say I want you to call him and tell him you love him. Oh, no. Yeah. We spoke when, when my mom was here. Um, and I, I always used to hate kid, – I, I, kids like helping. or I, I like to help when I wasn't told to. Like it was the worst. Come and, come and help set the table. And it's like, oh, we're watching TV. Or like, yes. Just, I don't want to set the – and there's always so many steps. And then and then there's always something else. Isn't Moms funny, always have something else. The littlest things seemed like such a big deal when you were a kid. You're like, oh. I have to do what? And it takes like five a, minutes. I have to put out five forks? Ugh. <laughs> we did nothing. And then I never knew where anything was. I was just was. in the way. Mom, where are the plates? You know, the plates have never Oh, you told me we would have special plates. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Holiday plates. Holiday silverware. Holiday everything. And God forbid. Like, I, I holiday somebody, towels in the powder room. Grab the wrong silverware at a certain point. Like, my mom would always check. I'd get it wrong at some point. Got the different cheeses. The hors d'oeuvres were so good. From hors d'oeuvres to desserts, I need to have a family. I need to get back into this mix. Because, like, it's just not the same. And you know what? These holidays, I love them. And I'm so grateful for the work I'm doing this year with Children's Hospital. But it doesn't feel like Christmas without – you need little kids around, man. You need it. Old people and little kids. Yeah. So it makes the holidays great. Everybody hanging out. Everyone does hang out. And I – because there was always – you always see on TV people getting in fights on holidays with families. I'm sure there was some, but I don't – it wasn't like some family get-togethers where, like, cousins would fight. Usually during the holidays, you're always so happy. Dude, yeah, everybody tries to poop on everything these days. I'm really trying to change that. Doesn't it suck? Everything sucks? No. It's Christmas, dick. It's awesome. Let's drive around and look at Christmas lights. When I was like three, I remember I would for I'd be like, "Can we go look at lights? Can we look at lights?" And my parents would drive us around, and I'd be like, "Please, one more block. Can we drive?" And then I, I remember when I was really little, I, I I pretended like I was in a limousine, and I would look at my dad, and I would go, "Onward, Bernard!" Like I acted <laughs> like he was my chauffeur, and I would just, "Onward, Bernard!" And okay, bring the other boys in. Stephen wants to do one more time around the block. I loved Christmas lights. Bum, 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 fun, 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 dun, 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 dun. I love Christmas music. It's the best. Do you ever Christmas specials? That was carolers. such a big deal. Yeah. When we lived, I remember the house, like the first house we had. I remember we had car- carolers a lot. I never got one. And then uh, Santa, sometimes Santa Claus would go by on a fire truck and wave and hand out candy canes. Oh, yeah, parade? Or he would just drive no, around No, just the drive town. through neighborhoods. That's so cool. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. And we'd be like, I saw Santa. I saw Santa. 
Now, how about this? This is even before Christmas. What about the mall Santa? Oh, you'd have to go. Every year? Yeah, but then sometimes I don't think it was the real Santa, but I'm pretty sure you worked for him. Yeah. Like putting together your list for Santa is a big deal. There's a lot of pressure. Okay. Now, did you know that your parents got you gifts too or no? Not until I was older. Okay. How much stuff would you put – like would you compare your list? Like, okay, he only got me a certain amount of things. Well, my younger brother would always make sure Santa treated everybody the same. He would add things up. Like what he thought the price was? Correct. (laughs) And he was like, hmm. Santa. And I remember once, and I'm not lying, he was like, wait a second. And he's doing calculations, and he thought he was getting chipped off. And my mom's going, honey, check your stocking. And he was like, no, seriously, mom, Santa messed up. Honey, check. And there was $60 wrapped up at the toe of his stocking. Santa ran out of time. The elves didn't know what else to bring you. And he was like, okay, I'll take the cash. (laughs) That's so fun. Just, so funny. Just do, and, and especially, and if, what if your brother was born now and there were computers and he could have actually done the research? I don't know how. I would love if people are listening with little kids now how Christmas lists are compiled now. Because when I was little, when I was really little, you went to a super uh, a, a department store or the mall, and you sometimes you'd try to hit a couple different Santas. Get a couple different pictures because you wanted to make sure the message was loud and clear. And sometimes you'd have your mind made up now. And then three days before Christmas, you would go, you know what I really want is this. Uh, I don't know how Santa Claus keeps up. With now, did you trading. write letters? Because I know. They yes, do. letters. But here's the thing. We had limited access to information, meaning uh, many of the suggestions would come from tele- actual television commercials. Yeah, of course. You would go, I need that. That's what I need. And then we would go through the – Sears used to have these giant catalog books. Sears Best was also a, almost like a wholesale company. It was called Best and another one I think was called Boz – not Boz, Best. And there was another one where we would circle what we wanted. I'm sure your parents hated the Sears catalog. Oh, dude, toys. Uh, and then there was also other catalogs that get sent in the mail and then the weekend circulars in the Sunday paper from like – there was a regional toy store called Kitty City. That Toys R Us put out a business in the Philadelphia region. That was incredible. Now, like, when would you start the list? Like, November? Like, when would you start your Christmas list? It would all depend on how old you are. Because, like, oh, okay. when I was really little, I was like, wait, is it Christmas? Like, no, it's Halloween, buddy. Oh, uh, okay. Is it Christmas now? No. Sometimes you would just wake up and be like, wait a second. When's Christmas? <laughs> how many <laughs> sleeps? How many sleeps until Christmas? And then I do remember as soon as I was old enough to know when Christmas was getting close, like four, five, six, the glory years, I remember my mom would try to keep people from getting us too excited. Because when I was really little, I'd get so excited I'd throw up. Oh, jeez. I loved it too much. Oh, it's so much fun. Did you ever have uh, a pet that got excited? Like my dog yeah. knew when Hanukkah was. Yeah. And I, I still have Santa would bring it. stuff for Adrian and Bandit. Yep. Must have, my mom would get stuff for Cinnamon, and then he knew because of all those songs we did. Every year, he'd run up and start start going crazy, barking and jumping on us. As soon as the as soon as we stood up to sing the songs, and he'd go yeah. get his toy from the other night before. I still have video of it from the last time I was home. The best. It was great. It's uh, it's so much. It's, it's just pure joy. Pure joy. And when I was really little, well, actually, this tradition lasted forever. We would do Christmas at my house, like with the gifts and everything. And then like mom, mom and pop up would come over with one gift for us. And then she'd be like, you know what? Santa came to my house too. <gasps> so then we'd go over to mom, mom's like two or three days after Christmas and have Christmas 
2.0. Again? Christmas again. And then now I'm trying to re- – because these memories, I don't think – mom in the stockings, my mom had the best candy. There was these lollipops that were in the shape of Christmas things like a boot or a mitten or like uh, a Santa Claus hat. Amazing. They were just so delicious. They were almost like homemade Jolly Rancher type oh. candy clear. Amazing. Gosh, and the chocolate Santas. So good. Now, when did you when when did it stop being as ex, like as exciting? Because I still love Hanukkah, but my mom asked me for months what I wanted, and this was like the first year where she still got me, like she got me this shirt. But all I said yeah, was, great. you look good, dude. Thank you. I'm, I'm really trying. She, uh, I just said, help me with a plane ticket home yeah. during the year. Because I, I used to, I was thinking about it. I never once would have trouble thinking about what I wanted for Hanukkah. I would always have stuff I wanted. And this year, I had literally nothing on my list. Yeah, you're becoming a, an adult. Like, um... But my, I always used to get mad at my mom because when i started making money I, I wanted to get her something so it was like i just want you and your brother to get oh, along. i know what i'm, I know I'm, like, what I'm getting how do you my not mom know what you want? yeah and it's just and and now i understand like when you're an adult you're like what do you need what do you really need if you have your health and your family and your friends what do you need nothing and i used to love even getting even if i did want a movie either it's on netflix yeah. it's it's crazy but i sometimes i wish i was a kid now just, oh, toys are amazing! Because I had to, I had to go and get a toy for the jujitsu tournament I did. Yeah, how'd you do with that? By oh, the way, t- I lost twice, but it was, it was fine. But um, I was just walking on the Target toy section. It's amazing, and I was just walking, and they have so many cool things. Why I, do you think I go to the hospital? I love buying, <laughs> I love buying toys. <laughs> I wish, and this wasn't Hanukkah, but. One of the coolest things I ever did was with that same cousin who I was with for with his kids. He gave me twenty bucks, and we went to a dollar store and just went to town. Twenty you know things. What? There are some amazing things in the dollar store these days. And even if I mean, how off? How long would you play with the toys you got? Like, would they break right away? That's something I'm discovering now with my little buddy at the hospital. I'm like, wait, oh, I guess that's what happens to toys, right? Like you. I don't think they last that long. Some do. Like I remember Tonka. Do you know what Tonka is? The trucks, right? Yeah. Back in the day, in the 70s, they were made out of steel. Oh, yeah. Now there must be plastic, right? Yeah. But back in the day, they, those things would literally last for years. Lincoln Logs, last, old school toys lasted forever. Oh, yeah. New ones? Like I remember I had this dinosaur once. My Uncle Roy got me. Uncle Roy was pretty good. He didn't mess around when it came to Christmas. He, he, we wouldn't choose from the Sears catalog. I think the name of the company was called Best. And the way that worked was it, it was like a warehouse. And it was a primarily, I think, a catalog business. And then you would walk in with your numbers written down, and they, it would come out like on a conveyor belt. You could go into the warehouse? Yeah. I think that's what I'll, because he would go, okay, now you have $25 to spend. And when you're a little kid, you're like, 25 bucks, no fooling? Yeah, make sure you spend wisely. Make sure to uh, include batteries. And yes. I remember I got this dinosaur whose eyes turned red and it would move. And it took like four C batteries. And it was awesome. But I don't remember it lasting that long. Yeah. I always – like I, I remember I got Lincoln Logs. Those were pretty The greatest. Cool. I got those for, came, for from uh, one of my nephews. 
I, I was never much of a Lego person. I had Legos, but I had I had I must have had that set of Lincoln logs for my entire childhood. Dude, there was there was a glitch glitch on a website I was on the last two days. I've been trying to order blocks for my baby nephew, and they're not going to come on time. If I don't get that in today, he's not going to have them. All right, I got to do that after this podcast. There has to be somewhere where you can get them. Yeah, but then if I order them from the website, then they get shipped directly to him. If not, for before I started to order stuff online, by the way, uh, if you go to awesomesteve.com, there's a great Amazon link for all your holiday shopping. <laughs> Seriously, it does help out. It does. Think, yeah, I haven't gotten any money from them yet, but I think it's like a month behind or something. It might even be two months behind. But when it comes, I think it'll help. But um, the great thing about ordering online is that the shipping – this is what I don't understand. Like when Renazizi's kids used to live in New York, I would go to my favorite toy store because I gift-wrapped everything. But then it would cost me like 80 bucks to ship everything. Oh, yeah. It's- but now it's like if I go to like a Toys R Us or something.com, which I have a couple issues with, but whatever. Uh, at least the shipping's cheap or free. On Amazon, it's totally – if you get Prime. Oh, I did sign up for Amazon Prime. You have to. That actually – how are you at wrapping presents? Terrible. My mom was amazing. My mom magical. Me, terrible. I wrapped a present for somebody this summer. It looked like <laughs> – it, it looked like a child did it. I'm getting... There's certain things, man, dudes just can't do. I, I can't wrap a gift. I'm looking for it around here. I haven't been able to find it. And it's, I'm okay if it's a box. If it's a, a good enough size square, I can do it and not look... Yeah, it still doesn't look needs. good, though. The mall where I grew up in Boston had a little stand where for charity they were wrapping gifts. That's great. I would love to find that around here. Well, I know Karen's Toys. I go to Karen's Toys. But can you bring in other stuff? Uh, no. See, that's I want a place to go with like 30 things. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm going to have um, – I think Aiko Tanaka is going to help me wrap gifts for the kids at the hospital because she was like, I'm Japanese. We invented origami. I know how to wrap a gift. I'm like, okay. With like one piece of tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I use like half a roll of uh, tape. I'm like, don't flip it over. This It looks fine from this angle. Don't please don't even look at it. Just yeah. I'll unwrap it for you. Dude, the joy, that sound of wrapping paper is still one of the greatest things ever. My I, I know it from the sound. My mom would always do the she wouldn't <sighs> do the scissor like chop, chop, chop the whole no. way up. <laughs> yeah, that's how my mom would do it too. And then she'd do ribbon too. Didn't, yep, and make a curly, you mean? Yep, twirl the ribbon. And I I always thought my and she had how about this? A scissor and just <sighs> Did you ever go snooping for gifts? Okay. I remember looking for – it wasn't an every year thing because, I, again, I never knew exactly what Hanukkah was. Snooping it's such a good word. I remember looking a little bit, but my mom – she – I got I'm, – I'm sure every mom probably knows. But it seems like every time I would try to go, she would either find out – either be there and be like, don't look in there. Oh, my mom. Or freak. Or be – like, I'd open up, like, the most obvious place, and, of course, it wasn't there. Check the attic. And, see, I didn't have access Check to an attic. No, where I think it was, and most most likely, was a, we had a basement storage room that was, like, unfinished and, like, had concrete floors. And I'm, I'm sure my mom probably probably just said, don't go away. You're not allowed in there during the holidays or something. Yeah. I have – Paula has two nephews. How old are they? They're probably like six or seven. Perfect. I only met them last year on Christmas for the first time, but they were so excited. So I'm, yeah. now I'm looking forward to. Yeah, you them. need to be around that energy, dude. And they're just they're just so happy on like it's. 
I can't wait. Tomorrow I, I get to go take a look. There's like the Miracle Donor that has a truckload of toys. That's going to be so much fun to see what we have. Do you get to drive the truck? I, hope I you think do. so. <gasps> but I'm not good at it. I'm going to see. Um, well, if I have to do it, I will. And then I really do, hopefully, we'll have access to the GoFundMe money. Because I would, if there's time, like little Steven's mom said I could go shopping with her. To pick out some more stuff for him. Oh, that's nice. And then also the other little kids in the hospital. Like, toy shopping is so much fun. Now are you going to get a Santa suit? No. No? No, but my buddy Raul said we should just set up a table and put the Santa hats on and hand out the toys. Absolutely. Yeah, I might do that. I saw Santa today. Where? He was outside a restaurant. I'm not lying. It was called Fit Foods. And he was looking in there. I was like, only in L.A. is Santa worried about (laughs) Losing weight. Losing weight. No. Oh, speaking of losing weight for Santa, did you put out cookies and milk for him? Okay. I remember doing that when I was really little. And we'd also put out food for the reindeer. That's so like like little celery and carrots or something? Yeah. I, I was but then in- I remember when I started to get older, my dad was like, I think Santa would rather have a cheesesteak. Cheesesteak and a beer. <laughs> yep. Then there'd be a cheesesteak for Santa or like, hey, uh, <clears throat> babe, is there that uh, gnocchi and brazole left? Baby Santa Claus like some of that. I because I, I saw we went shopping and I saw a little cookies and milk thing for Santa and I almost got it just for mercy. I I, I want to get something for her, but I she has all the like she gets more toys than any little kid probably still, in the entire world. So I want to find enough. I want to get something. I I would love to be the cool uncle, cool yeah. older cousin. It seems it's like the greatest job in the world. I just having them light up. It was I had two male older cousins when I was growing up, and it was always the that was the one thing you were looking forward to is mm-hmm. wrestling around and rolling. And it was just uh, I wonder if it's the same for girls. If girls really latch onto like older female cousins. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think like when you're a little kid, anybody that's just old enough to be at that next click up. Like, if you're a little kid and they're a big kid, they're cool. If you're a big kid and they're teenagers, you're cool. If you're a teenager and they're in college, they're cool. Oh, yeah. College is probably the peak of coolness. Mm-hmm. For little kids, yeah. Now, did you have cousins come over? or I don't have that many cousins. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. No, it's just pretty much me and my brothers. We were kind of spoiled from our grandparents and then aunts and uncles. And I just remember, like... The glow of the Christmas tree from the top of the steps, waking up my parents, Santa came, Santa came. Then everybody going down, fall, opening the gifts, losing my mind. Now, did you have an order? Like, was it like one brother at a time or was it just no. mayhem? Dude, when you're four, no way. It's on. It's like a it's it's like a battle royal, steel cage match, just chaos. Yeah, see, there's no my, – my mom doesn't get mad if people say Merry Christmas. That's just what people do. But she gets mad at Jews who, like, make Hanukkah bushes because they're trying to be – and make it more like Christmas because mm-hmm. there's no such thing as a Hanukkah bush. So for my gifts, they were always away. My mom would always take the ones that were for that night and she would have them somewhere else. And we never – I even told her today uh, when we had dinner with Paula, I used to hate there would be gifts but after dinner. It was, it oh, was you'd always, have to wait? It was always at night after dinner. Oh. And it was the worst because you would see the little menorahs and you knew the gifts were coming, but it was never before. I don't think once in my entire Talk life did I do it before dinner. Yeah. No, it was the worst. Man. And she, she's actually like, yeah, well, like, how am I going to get you to sit down for dinner after that? Dude? That's hysterical. 
There's no way we would sit down. Now, for would family come over every night for dinner when you were little? No, we would do like a, a, at least one family Hanukkah party. Sometimes even two. And it was always here's it's an up and down. If it's at your house, you have to help clean, set up, and then clean up, which really stinks. Mm. So I kind of preferred when it was at someone else's house. Well, yeah. But then it kind of stinks. Because you have to go, and then when you're all tuckered out and sleepy after a whole long party, you have to drive home for 45 minutes. And that feels like an eternity when you're a kid. I'd fall asleep in the car. You'd fall asleep, but it's always... Those now, would th- you guys go around and look at lights when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. there was a, okay. not, It wasn't a yearly thing, but there was a couple streets in my town that had, like, the over-the-top, everyone in the neighborhood tries to outdo each other. Yeah. So we'd look at that, but like not everybody. I always wanted to put lights up, but we never had lights. So did you put? Did you help put lights up? Yeah, we would help. But our big thing was we we did the big guinea uh, nativity scene that lit up. Now is it is that like religious or is it is it is it okay that it's like not not it's like is it is it a decoration or is it yeah, religious? it's okay. it's decorations. Okay, but it's like a religious theme decoration. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah, because none. Of, there's nothing religious. I guess there is maybe something spir- spiritual about a menorah, but it's not like we never pray to a menorah well, no. or anything like that. I do remember a lot of Jewish families in my neighborhood. I don't know if because it was like a hybrid neighborhood, blue that like Israel blue lights. Right. Some would people go do. up all over my neighborhood and then like light up uh, stars of David in windows and then menorahs on display. Like they were like split level homes and then it was like a big giant picture window, I think people yep. called it. Then the menorah would be lit up in the window. Oh, yeah. We would sometimes have menorahs in the window. We never did light. Sometimes it's blue. There's a lot of times there's like just the white lights, which are also kind of well, cool. the Christmas the Christmas light game has changed so much. Like I remember being little enough. That it was pretty much just lights at first. And people get crazy. Like my grandfather would do his lights amazing. Like like almost look like spider webs around the entire house. Like brrr, it must have taken him days to do his lights. And then um, then when I was a real little kid, I remember they started to come out with these like they were giant plastic figures. It could be Frosty the Snowman, Santa Claus. No, they light up as well? Yes, they okay. would light up. Like that's what our nativity scene would do would light up. And then – and they were so expensive. I remember that. And then now everything's these inflatables that are awesome. Like my big brother's house looks like Clark uh, Griswold's house. Oh, he loves yeah. it? Yeah. And like there's no room for anything on his front lawn. It's just all inflatables and lights and Christmas carols and we would have fake snow and it was great. Bum, 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 bum. Now, does snow have any meaning to you? For the holidays? Whenever there was – there was a few times in my childhood we'd have white Christmases and it, meant, it, it was more fun. Okay. Because it, it has – because sometimes Hanukkah is in November, so it's not always snowy. It does – I get well, driving around that it does definitely feels more holiday-y yes, when there's snow. For sure. But I know there's some people out here who get really negative about Christmas because there's no snow or anything. I didn't know if, if it – Hey, man. I'm just happy – for me, I'm not, I'm old enough now where Christmas is not about presents. It's not. It's just a, I'm just happy to be with my family. Like Ari and I did a uh, Miller Lite spot, and they wanted a holiday story for me. And they were like, "Your best, one of your favorite Christmas memories, and then your worst one," because the theme was home for the holidays. Oh, okay. So I remember once when I was little, I legitimately heard Santa Claus land on my roof. 
was did terrifying. Did you run outside or what do you do? No, I was, I was, because here's the deal. When Santa comes to your house, if you're still awake, he rolls. He's like, sorry, man, you got to be asleep. Oh, no. Yeah, so much pressure. And we used to listen to Santa on the radio because they would track him with uh, oh, NORAD. NORAD. They still they have it on the website. They used to have it on the radio. Mm-hmm. Like now Santa is crossing. Yeah. Santa is in, down in Brazil. If you kids aren't asleep yet, you better get Santa's on his way. You'd be like, we got to fall asleep. We got to fall asleep. And he would just, Santa would know if you were awake. Yeah. Oh, that would be terrible. Yeah, because I couldn't sleep. I was seven years old and I was like, I, I can't. And my little brother fell asleep before me like he always did. And I was like, now I'm wide awake. So then I got out of bed and I went in my big brother's bedroom and he was still awake. And he was like, dude, you have to fall asleep. You're too excited. And then my big brother – and then I faked being asleep. And then Chris really fell asleep. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm wide awake. And I heard Santa land. And I thought I was going to ruin Christmas for everybody. I was like, what if Santa walks in? He's like, Steven – you should have been asleep. I'm taking it. Your whole because look, as a little kid, it's your whole year. You've been yeah. good the entire year. So you get on the good. Now is that a, is that a, a real fear? The good list, oh, the naughty yeah, list for me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now did you did you ever get a piece of coal? Or did you ever meet anyone who ever got a piece of coal? I remember hearing of it. Oh my god, that must have been the worst. Yeah, but I was pretty good kid on purpose. So you would have to be. Now they have like Elf on a Shelf. Mm-hmm. And stuff for people for stuff like that. That's so, because I, I, it's so all new to me. I, and I, if you have any Hanukkah questions, please feel. I just, it's so lame compared to Christmas. Hanukkah, it's cool, it's nice. Well, this is what I want to know. But Hanukkah is just so amazing. I mean, Christmas is so amazing. Like, okay, I was very fortunate to have a summertime birthday. Me too. Okay, so pretty much the big stuff I needed or wanted, like a bike or. An awesome toy. Don't get me wrong. We would shake my – I am I have a whole new bit. I'm working on how little kids are gangsters and they shake their parents down for stuff. Like yeah. I want this. I need this. But the two things that pretty much get you through until you have a job. Like I remember even in college, like I still look forward to Christmas because I'm like I need a new shirt. I need yeah. a new pair of jeans. I had no money, man. And then I remember my whole life up until I was in my 20s, I would – wouldn't even read cards. I would just open them up like this and see if any cash or a gift card fell out. And if it, it just throw it away if it didn't. Yeah, if not, ugh, sentiments. Who cares about that? What a waste. Now I'm so old, I read the card. I don't even care. I save the cards now. Yeah, I don't even care if there's money or a gift card. It's so, it was so weird when you become a grown-up. But as a little kid, it's about acquiring assets. That is fine. I've never thought about that before. Your, Chris, your, your birthday and the holidays are really the only time. The only I didn't, time. I never got an allowance. No. I only saw that on TV shows. But I got lunch money and stuff. Right. But it wasn't like, hey, man, this is all you got. I'd be like, no, I'm going to negotiate more. That's another bit I'm working on, how fat kids are world-class negotiators. Like, you have mom, to be. Come on. Uh, okay, this is what I want to know. Like, let's say if you, you're you 11 years old. Right. And what you really want is a BMX bike. Right. So when What you- night of Hanukkah would that come on? I don't think first night, last night. I think it would probably come towards the end. I, I don't think they'd want to get too excited. I don't. It wasn't always the biggest on the last. I remember I got an Xbox, which was really exciting to share with my brother. So if it was a big one like that, usually it would be for my brother and I to share. Okay, that was another because I have a joke now. I am doing about how we all would do our list for Santa, but then we'd have to come up with a a family gift. Oh yeah, which meant my big brother picked it. 
I don't I don't think I I wielded that much power. I think I may, who knows maybe I, did. I remember I got that. I think I probably got a bike at some point. But yeah, it's it's the Xbox is really sticking out. But my mom would do sort of nights. So there was definitely a book night. I'm sure there was clothing night. But so there'd be little themes. Some nights, yeah. Okay. Some nights there would be little themes. Some nights the little boxes I had in that I was talking about sometimes would be like little gift cards. It'd be really exciting when it was cash. And then you would I, – I remember I had a little Velcro wallet and I would run upstairs and get it and I'd put it in and still – towards the end of the hall of the of Hanukkah. Oh, my god! And there's maybe eight – so maybe there's eight $20 bills. It's like – Yes. I forgot about the pile of cash at the end of Christmas. Oh. It's such a good feeling. Kind of like all – like 18 over different Over and over again. Hiding it. it. Yep. It was the best. Yeah. Now my niece and nephew, the older ones, that's – they're going to get cash. Right? Yeah. Cash or even – I bet now because with gift cards, you used to have to go to the store. I bet kids now could just order stuff online with the gift cards. Yeah. So then, then they get to do online. Oh, my God. It's all changed. That's why I, I'm going to be interested in hearing back from listeners like how the list for Santa Claus has involved, how Santa delivers things. I wonder if that's changed. Right. Like I wonder if like there's a, an online game or an online service. You wake up on Christmas morning and now you have Netflix or I don't know. I don't know how Santa delivers stuff now. I'm sure some I'm sure some people do stuff like that. Now, do you get I get really I I'm really intense with my gifts. I like I don't like any surprise. I like to surprise people and I don't like any um hints. I, like, I used to love hints and I used to love oh, I want looking to- at the different packages going, I wonder if this is that. I'm going to save this. Mom, is this what I think it is? Oh, no. I meant for other people. Like when I get someone a gift, I don't want them to give me a hint of what they want. Oh, you know what I love? I love figuring out something I think they might like. Oh, yeah. Storing storing evidence on my hard drive like, mm, you said you like this movie. Yeah. I love picking out gifts. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a lot I of I can't fun. wait till I'm super rich. And I'm, that's all I want to do is buy people stuff. <laughs> buy people. That, that must be really fun, being like super rich and like being able to give a ton of gifts on like Christmas. Yeah. I'm a little nervous this year with all the money we raised. I'm like, I want to do this right. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. And I think because some of the family, like, I'm going to make, yeah, it's going to be cool. And I bet I bet even if you wanted to, like for some families who might not be able to afford their own, to buy gifts themselves or have Santa get get them, you could even have them wrap them there. Like, I'm sure the yeah. parents would help you wrap at the hospital. Yeah. That's so, that's so amazing. It's going to be so neat. Yeah. I'm trying to think, was I ever... I don't think I was ever sick in the hospital during during Hanukkah. Like I got, oh, thank God. I got sick a, co- a couple times, but I was always very lucky to have to have Hanukkah at home and to have have family there. It's it's just Family's it's everything. a great time of year. I remember my first Christmas away from home. It was so sad. Oh, it's the worst. I was in Israel by yourself. My mom sent gifts early. I I was doing a overseas like study abroad, mm-hmm. but my mom sent gifts early to make sure they'd get there. But she labeled them for each night, oh. and I and I actually I'm actually good about it. If like if she sends gifts now, like sometimes when she's visiting during Hanukkah, she'll send gifts like have them shipped to me. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm I'm re- I take it really seriously. I don't open them before I'm supposed to. Yeah, if it says don't open until Christmas, I won't. Oh, you can't. My mom loves to put uh, glitter. In the in the cards. Oh, my mom does all that kind of just, stuff. Just and and she doesn't now stickers. Because she thinks she thinks it's funny because I'll open the card and the glitter will go everywhere. Everywhere. So and she found Hanukkah glitter 
Awesome. She she finds all that. Moms find all that. Moms have little, magical powers. Little things. Okay, you're so right. That's what makes Christmas Christmas. Like, there's certain toys where I go, oh, that's a gift from Santa. Like, um, I found these really cool Star Wars figures that are like 18 inches, 24 inches. Oh, cool. So they sell them individually. But then online, I saw a four-pack. So, and Darth Vader's taller than all of them. So it's like a box like four feet long and like two and a half feet high. Those are just really Star exciting. Wars. Yeah, and I'm like, that's the type of stuff Santa brings. Santa Claus brings stuff that you like, but you didn't know existed too. That Those magical kind of gifts where you're like, I like the Phillies, but I didn't know I could get this kind of Phillies hat. You're like, oh my God, this is a Christmas gift. Now, did you get, you got any, some gifts from your parents too? Mm-hmm. Now, would they... Would they ever, like, differentiate them? Would it be like, so, okay, so we got you some really cool ones, or which ones were better, better Santa or the parents? Um, well, the the only time Santa, there was, like, a transition period in my teens, I want to say, when that stuff started to happen. Because when I was little, it was all from Santa. Oh, uh, okay. It was all from Santa, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Santa's awesome. Santa is awesome. That was one of my favorite movies as a kid, the Tim Allen Santa Claus movie. Mm-hmm. Just, I, it still makes me laugh. Just him getting fat in like two seconds. Great. I always that that movie. And then I just started. I I never watched like um, Die Hard on Christmas. Do you ever? Do you have a movie you would watch? It's a Wonderful Life. It's my favorite movie. That's of all your time. Christmas one of all time. And I loved all the cartoons. Like you don't understand. Like everything about Christmas. Like I'm getting excited thinking about it now. It's just so awesome. There's food, there's special music, there's special TV shows. Like you like let's say if I loved like Happy Days. There was a Christmas episode of Happy Days. And then there was like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, The Year Without a Santa Claus, um Smurfs Christmas special, like so many great amazing Emmett Otter's Jug Band was one of the best Christmas things ever. They were like these Muppets on HBO. That and it was the saddest thing ever. Oh god, I forgot speaking of sad. There was this thing Nester, this was such a sad Christmas special. They had to pull it because little kids would cry too much. Why was it so sad? I can't even get into it. It's about a sad little donkey. Oh. It was kind of like Rudolph, but about a donkey, and his mom died. And I'm five. Like, why did you let me watch this? Yeah, I'm not sleeping. I'm just crying. That's so terrible. Nester. Oh, it was so good. There's three people out there that have seen that that know what I'm talking about. And, and they're, they're going like, crazy. Oh, going like... crazy right now. Now, what about wrestling? Was there ever, like, any special, like, WWE, like, Christmas-themed? Well, well, no. Well, I remember when Nintendo came out. And Dr. Rob, okay, I just did the Toys for Tots show in San Diego. Okay. And Dr. Rob sat in the front row. And I did a joke about video games. And then I walk, I'm leaving the club, and they're like, you have a gift. I'm like, what? And Dr. Rob gave me a Nintendo, old school, original, and with the WWE game, which was so much fun. Have you broken it out yet? No, I'm saving it. For like Christmas morning? Yeah, and I've been so busy, dude. Like right now I'm looking at the clock and it's like I have to change and get to the comedy store for the um, Christopher Reeve show tonight. That should be really fun. Should be really fun. Like I get to meet Ray Romano. That's going to be awesome. If I just got a picture with Ray Romano, that's enough of a gift for my parents. (laughs) I know what I'm getting them though. Really? Mm-hmm. And I know what I'm going to send my brothers. It's good. It's good that, like, because forever I didn't have enough money to get people stuff, but now I do. That's good. And then with the charity work, I'm a little excited. Like, I kind of, like, just want to get 
tomorrow over with. Tomorrow's a big day because I have to go to the bank and figure out how to get the money out of the GoFundMe and then how to best get it to these families. Like I don't know if I can just direct deposit to them or get a check cut right there on the spot. Then I have to go see the toys, figure out how we're going to get them to the children's hospital, go see my buddies at the hospital. It's a lot of stuff tomorrow. And then that'll set up the rest of the day. I mean, the rest of the week. Like maybe it's going to take two hours to get the toys over to the hospital. And then we have to figure out what they were allowed to give out the toys. And then I need to get a list of all the kids' names in the bone marrow transplant unit. A lot of stuff. It's a... It's going to be a, a magical time over there. It's going to be, it's, it's, I'm just, it's, it's nice to hear, especially with something that could be so, it could be so easy to be sad during, especially if you're, if you're sick or a family member's sick, but just to bring happiness, it's great. Yeah. I'm going to probably need help. I would love so, to. Yeah. Okay. Cause I think what we're going to need is all hands on deck to get the toys over there and then all hands on deck to hand them out. When, uh, when is it going to, do you have know. any idea? Okay. It'll be this week sometime because I leave like in a week. So I just have to make sure the funds get cleared. Even if I just give William's mom a check and Stephen's mom a check, awesome. I would love to go shopping for them. But as long as their bills are paid, they have some peace of mind and their Santa Claus funds too, that'll be good. I'm thinking out loud now, guys. That's all that matters. Yeah, that all that matters. Look, it's about making other people happy. It really is the best. And you know what I'd love to do? I would love to end this episode with the – the Bill Murray speech from Scrooge. That's still one of my favorite things ever. Because pop culture and Christmas is pretty cool. Like I love love the Christmas movies. I love Miracle on 34th Street. I love all the cartoons. I love Elf. A Christmas Story. Elf is great. Dude, A Christmas Story is one of my all-time favorite movies ever. Ever, ever? I still haven't seen that. Ever. Oh, it's so good. And Steve Byrne knows Peter Billingsley for real. Who no stars way. in it. Yeah, and he's so nice. I'm ready whatever you are. You know what? Yeah. Maybe we should end it here so I can go get changed for the big charity show tonight. Okay. And I want to thank you guys for listening. I hope this sparks some positive em- memories for you. Um, What's the homework excitement this week? I don't know. What do you think? Hmm. Because I've been so busy. Get a holiday gift for someone who you weren't planning on getting a gift for. Maybe like a little something. Just something for somebody. A little, some, little something small. Like even cookies, like a, a plate of cookies around the holidays. Amazing. Just to be thought of. I worked at a gym once and once a gym member came in with a box of candy. For me. Yeah. For just the guy that worked at the gym. So that's, I don't think the guys that work at my gym are listening, but I got them a couple of bottles of booze. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. going to party with people at the gym. That's not. I'm just going to give it to, like there's two kids that work their ass off there that I'm like, you know what? I see that they work when everybody else is not working. So I'm hooking them up. Oh, that's and and no one is ever gonna. No one in the entire history of that gym is probably gonna get them a gift. No, and yeah, let's let that be the homework. Is buy something small for somebody that you you see that they deserve something, and you know what? Chances are nobody else is gonna give it to them. Whether it's like uh, somebody that works in your office building, it could be a, it could be a guy that like you know, where like let's say you're a truck driver and you go to this one dock and there's one person that's always hustling. You know what? Give him a $5 gift card somewhere or buy him a cup of coffee or a cup. It doesn't have to be something big, a cookie. Yeah, a little Starbucks gift card is always, especially if you work in an office and there's someone younger there who's maybe like 22, 23 right out of school, 
probably doesn't have a lot of money or can't go home for the holidays. Yes. It always made my year. The best. The littlest things mean the most. And uh, let's hear Bill Murray describe what Christmas is all about from the classic movie Scrooged. Do you have it, Lee? Christmas Eve, I'm telling you. I'm not crazy. It's Christmas Eve. It's, it's the one night of the year when we all act a little nicer. We, we, we smile a little easier. We, 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 we share a little more. For a couple of hours out of the whole year, we are the people that we always hoped we would be. It's a miracle. It's really a sort of a miracle because it happens every Christmas Eve. And if you waste that miracle, you're going to burn for it. I know what I'm talking about. You have to do something. You have to take a chance. You do have to. What happened? The internet went, I'm sorry. Oh, no. They'll come back. Hold on. I was so into it right there. That happened because it's. We have to take a chance. You do have to get involved. There are people that are having having trouble making their miracle happen. There are people that don't have enough to eat. There are people that are cold. You can go out and say hello to these people. You can take an old blanket out of the closet and say, here, you can make them a sandwich and say, oh, by the way, here. I get it now. And if you if you give, then you then it can happen. Then the miracle can happen to you. It's not just the poor and the hungry. It's it's everybody who's got to have this miracle, and it can happen tonight for all of you. If you believe in this spirit thing, you, you the miracle will happen, and then you'll want it to happen again tomorrow. You won't be one of these bastards who says Christmas is once a year and it's a fraud. It's not. It can happen every day. You just gotta want that feeling, and if you like it and you want it, you'll get greedy for it. You'll want it every day of your life, and it can happen to you. I don't. I believe in it now. I believe it's going to happen to me now. I'm ready for it. And uh, it's great. It's a good feeling. It's, it's really better than I've felt in a long time. I, I, I'm ready. Have a Merry Christmas, everybody. Did I forget something, big man? So good, dude. It gets it's a me beautiful every time. speech. Yeah, <laughs> gets me every time. So yeah, we're in the middle of a Christmas miracle right now, guys, and you helped create that. Um, I'm, I have to cut this episode a little short because I, I have to go head head over to the. Con- I'm legitimately trying not to cry because <laughs> I'm thinking about all the kids at the hospital and how how we are really helping people, and how somebody like Bill Burr, who's a comedy hero of mine, is helped people and how every one of you guys is helping. And if you can't send money, just send a positive thought or say, say a prayer or just get, get, do something for somebody. It'll change your life. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. And then what? Just almost what? Two more Sundays and it's Christmas. Wait, no, next Sunday's the 20th, right? So it's the last Sunday before Christmas. Next Sunday is the 22nd. Oh, my goodness. It's almost Christmas. It's almost Christmas. It's almost. All right. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. I love you guys. Thanks for listening.
Yeah.